In Osman Vav, the Bulvavi um, continues. If you recall, last week we started to get into, the, if we can call it the Halacha Lamais of Amuna. So um, we'll just continue reading and it'll, it'll, uh, we'll pick up from, from where we left off. But the Bulvavi told us last week is that now that we know um, that um, that Dveikus Bashem is certainly something that is um, a key component of what we should be striving for. The question is, how do we get there? So the first thing we have to figure out is and determine and lock in and know and absorb and become a part of us is that there is a Hashem. And we all know there's a Hashem. The Bhavi says that there's a difference between knowing and between feeling. Between <clears throat> really knowing. The way he says it, it's the same language that we use when we learn Tanya. There's a difference between Chachma and Bina and Das. You can have the knowledge that there's a God. You can even understand philosophically and you know, you can know the arguments that there's a Rabbah Shalom. But how many of us really have the Das that it's connected, it's Makusha to us on an ongoing continuous basis that there's a Rabbah Shalom. So he's going to give us some, um, some tips, some ideas, some aces to try to lock that, um, knowledge into our soul so that it becomes a part of us, that we breathe it. So he says in, in Osman Vav, Ulam Hamachshav Hazos, Adain Omedes Vamachshavas Adam, Machosali Beemunoshish Boreolam. Person might ask himself, as we all do, as I do, so what exactly is lacking in my Amuna? What's, what's lacking? We know that there's, we know that there's a Boreolam. Everybody knows from the time that we're young, and we've been davening to the Boreolam our whole lives. We talk to the Boreolam, we do mitzvahs, we learn Torah, the shame, the Boreolam. So what's, what is it that we have to work on? What's 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 lacking? <coughs> Do I have to learn Rambam or Nevuchim? Maybe. Do I have to learn philosophy and understand all the um, the points of proof that there's a God as opposed to there being not a God? Right? Do we have to learn all the arguments? We have to go to discovery? We have to learn, uh, you know, we have to go to the age courses? Is that is that something? So he says... He doesn't say that that's a bad thing, just, but that's not what he's talking about. That's not what he's talking about. He's just talking about a very simple Amun Pshuta. Just to give a, a, a simple example, a simple analogy, a simple analogy. <coughs> To what he's referring to, Adam zocha b'mifal hapayos twenty million dollar. A person wins the lottery twenty million dollars. Okay, that we can think about, right? Nothing wrong with thinking about that, right? A person ha- wins the lottery. So you know, you know that. I just try to imagine it for a moment. You have this twenty million dollar. You have the ticket. You haven't told the soul yet. You haven't told the soul. You, you look at the. It ha- happens to be that it's fun. What happened to us, to our family, when I was probably about nine years old. I was living in. Nine or ten, so I was living in Bar Park with our family. And if you remember, this is back over 30 years. They had in the New York Post, they had like the numbers, the New York Post numbers, and you could you check it. I don't know if it was every day or every Wednesday, but they they always printed the numbers. And you had your if you bought a lottery ticket, you can check it by the New York Post. Everybody would run to buy the. It's a great marketing ploy, by the way. It's a Gavaldic ploy, right? You, you, everybody wants to buy the Post. The Post to cost fifty cents at the time, and you buy the numbers. So we had our lottery, and every day, you know, we check it. We always check it and check it. And then 
we checked it and we looked at it and we looked back at the numbers and we looked at it we looked back at the numbers and we started screaming we were dancing I remember in the front of the house I don't know we wanted like five, ten million dollars and I met my, my brother myself my sister and my mother we were, we were so excited we, we were millionaires we won we won we won we were so excited can't wait till daddy comes home and tell him my father comes home and we say we won she goes what do you mean we won because we won he goes you didn't win I said how do you know we didn't win she goes let me see the ticket he sells the ticket he looks at the paper he goes you need a Wednesday paper, not a Thursday <laughs> yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> but for those five minutes, it was a great feeling. Like, you know, so, it was a great feeling for those five minutes. And I was only like 10 years old, you know? And, you know, like, what is it? It was an amazing feeling. So the other Hazoka, the person who has the ticket, and he hasn't told anybody, but he's walking around with that ticket. He's a multi, multi-millionaire. He'll never have to have any anxiety about the monetary financial issues again. Presumably, people who have that type of money don't have financial issues. I don't know. Maybe people who have that type of money have more financial anxieties. I'm not sure. But uh, maybe not. Either way, um, so this is what he says. The person that's Zoche is walking around with the ticket. So how does he feel? He knows he has a ticket, right? He has a ticket. He's thinking about this. At every moment. He's going to go. He has to figure out, when do I go to... I have to first hire bodyguards. When do I go to the... to What do you go? To City Hall, whatever it is, to claim the ticket. Belechto, Beshachvo, Bekumo. He's waking up. Moda'ani. He's waking up. I have the ticket. He's going to sleep. I have the ticket. He's walking around with the ticket. He can't... Not only... He's thinking about it. He can't get away from thinking about it. It's just so powerful that he can't stop thinking about that type of information, right? That information, he can't possibly stop thinking about it. What's he going to do with the money? Where's he going to live? Where's he going to move to? How many apartments is he going to buy? However, the person who did not win, even if he hears about the person who won, so he knows about the winner, just like the winner knows about the winner. We had a relative. The story in our family went, different story, that there was a relative of, of our family on, the, on, my, on my father's side, that someone won 10 million, was a very big family, there were many siblings in the family, someone won $10 million, which in fact was true. He won a lottery for $10 million. So the story went, this is, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a first cousin, it's like a second or third cousin, and the story went that he gave a million dollars to each sibling, and he kept a million dollars for himself. And for years, I'm walking around. Wow, I don't even—I don't even know the cousin. I remember the last. I said, "Wow, what a that's really tzidkus, you know? You don't keep you split it evenly between each sibling. Imagine such a thing." Anyway, years later, after hearing this, I bumped into one of the siblings. I said, "Oh, what cousins?" He said, "I heard is that true?" He goes, "Yeah, it's true. He won ten million dollars, but the other part of the story is not so true." <laughs> <laughs> that part, that part is uh, that's the the law. That's the law. That's not uh, that's that's not actually is not what happened at all. So. Um, but the first part was true. So he says, Adam Ulam Shama. I remember meeting the person out of our mitzvah. Ulam Shama He thinks about it for five minutes. He's not thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. The difference between the person who won and the person who didn't win. They both know who won. They both know who won. Ulam Eitzel Hazoche. He's 
The difference between the two is one knows it, but one is attached to it. It's more than knowing. One's whole body and soul is attached to this information. And he's, he's, and he can't stop thinking about it. As opposed to the other person that knows it in the mind, but his soul is not attached to the information. He says, Who, Zelotofes is called His whole mind and body and soul is not a, is not tofes, doesn't surround the information. This is how we have to try to understand the aspect of the different levels of Amuna. Everybody knows that there's a Boreolim. Everybody knows that there's a God. Everybody knows that there's a Rabbanu Shalom that created the world. Everybody knows that. Everybody believes in Shashgacha, whether clawless brothers, everybody knows that Hashem runs the world. That everybody knows. We have to ask ourselves, are we do, is that information? Is it just information? Is it just that, like the person who knows who won the lottery, but it's not his? <coughs> or is the fact and the knowledge that there's a Bori Leolam, is that, are we like the person who has the winning ticket in our pocket? Or like the person who just knows that the other guy has the winning ticket in his pocket? The first person is thinking about it all the time. It's almost like, it was like he can't stop thinking about it. And the second person, he thinks about it for a moment and then it's gone. And then actually he may even try not to think about it so much. Is the knowledge that there's a creator of the world something that takes up his mind, space in his mind, in his heart, in his soul? Or, He knows about it for sure. He believes it 100%, but he's not thinking about it too much. Because it's not a part of him to the same extent that it's a part of this other person. <coughs> we should understand. Everybody knows that there's a there's a creator, but who thinks about it? How many of us are connected and attached to this knowledge, to this machshava? Now, obviously, we're talking about a very, very high level. Very, very high level. That he's, he wants us to have this information, you know, front and center. Shavisa Hashem Nagdi Samid. Shavisa Hashem Nagdi Samid. Rabbi Schleimer just told me a Misa that Rabbi, um, that Rabbi, um, that Rabbi Moshe Weinberger told over, uh, this week at, um, at Beth Abraham. If, if any of you were there, so you know the Misa. So it fits very well with what we're talking about. That we're, we're, without, I'll, I'll cut to the chase, but basically, someone um, someone who was going to visit a, a Chassid Shereb was by a Misnagdish, someone who was a Misnagdish, a, a real Shereb who was, who was Kenegad Chassidus. So, um, <clears throat> so, uh, so the, the, the Rav said to him, he goes, Why do you have to go see the Vitebska? I see you're a Tamil Chacham, you know how to learn. What do you have to go visit him for? Like, you can come, you can stay here. Even in this town, there's a big Tamil Chacham, you can stay and learn. He's referring to himself. So the person said, still, I want to go to the Vitebska. He has, uh, you know, he thinks about Hashem or whatever it was. He, you go to the, to the Tzaddik. He wants to fight Russia. What do you have to go over there? Anyway, so the, 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 um, the, uh, the Rav, the Misnagets finally says to the Chassid, you know, I hear that, you know, that, um, that, um, that by the Chassidim, sometimes you say that you can, you can read and you can know what people are thinking about. So he says, yeah, maybe. So he goes, tell me, what am I thinking about? This the Rav says to the Chassid, he goes, you're thinking about Shavisa Hashem Lenegdi Samid. 
that Hashem's in front of you all the time. So the Rav says, Aha! You see? You're wrong. I'm not thinking about Shavir Sadrach. He goes, That's why I'm going to the Vitebska. Because you're not thinking Shavir Sadrach. The Vitebska is thinking Shavir Sadrach. So that's what he's talking about. There is such a thing called Shavir Sadrach. You know, this analogy only works for the first few weeks. Meaning? Once you get adjusted to the fact that you won and you have the money. Right, it goes down to a lower level. How do you know? Uh-huh. Uh, I would like to find out. It's, like, I don't, it's just like. Like anything, when it's you like achieve anything. some major thing, it's great that day. Okay, but you're fine. So the, the analogy is good for for that five minutes. Right. So fine. So. so there are there are moments when you're on a high, even religiously. Good. 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 Right. Right. Like so me, you're saying you should be keeping that all the time. Right. Right. So I'm saying so I'm saying it's a high level, but so I think our goal here is not to necessarily at first get reach a level that he's talking about. B'chol makom, b'chol zman, b'chol shaw. We're talking about just let's up the level of consciousness and that would also be we'll have uh, we'll have accomplished something very important and very great and we'll start with that is this the breathing motivation the thought that accompanies a person all the time We've written in the first that the purpose of a man, of a person, and the tachlis of a person in this world for a person to be davuk, for a person to be attached to something, what does their first have to be? A something. You can't be attached to Hashem if we don't first clarify what it, what it, that, the, that we, that first has to be a strong belief. Very strong belief that there is a Boreolam. And then we can start talking about a Dveikus with the Boreolam. So he's going very, very systematically. You want Dveikus for Boreolam? Let's talk about the Boreolam for a minute. Let's talk about Hashem. <clears throat> Before you're attached to something, Mukhrach Shiyihi Adavr, there has to be a something. Imhamahus Sheheleha Rotsilios Karavadavak. If the entity that you want to be close to is not really solid in your own faith, in your own mind, then how can you attach yourself to something that you don't really believe in? Before you can be attached to Hashem, you have to absolutely be clear in your mind and your heart and your soul that there is a Hashem. Then you can start talking about being attached to Hashem. Until you have that clear, very clear, very forceful, powerful, strong and, and solid information and knowledge and belief then you can't talk about Tveikus Bashem. It doesn't make any sense. Right? It won't work. So, Im Adam Menasa Liskarav Lashem, If a person tries to be close to Hashem before his heart pumps with the Rebbe inside, so then it's not going to work. He's, he's coming. He, we always wonder, I'm trying to be close, but I don't feel close. So the answer is because first we have to clarify what's the, who, what's the Boreolam? What does it mean that there's a, that there's a, there's a creator? Until you fully and absolutely strongly believe that there's Hashem, only then can you be attempt to get close to this to this uh, to this creator. So the first step in the avod of every single Jew, he not to be close to Hashem. That's not the first step. The first step is to believe that there is a Hashem, that there is a God. 
Then we can start talking about, okay, so now that we know clearly and we've, we've enhanced and strengthened our belief in Hashem, now we can start talking about, okay, how do you come close to Hashem? Yesh Chachma Bina Vadas and Os Memches. There's something called Chachma Bina Das that we discussed at great length when we learned Tanya. Chachma Hiyadiyaz Hadvaram Kiksav Mulkushonam. Chachma is knowing the information. <coughs> Bina is understanding the information. There's a difference between knowing and understanding. Knowing is you just have the kernel. You don't really, you have that, sort of that, 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 um, general information, but you're not really sure how, how it applies in the real world. Bina is when you're maven dubbing talk over how you apply the information. So what's das? Das is a heskashrus ledover shakalkulo mechubar ledover. Das means you're connected to the information. Das always means, it's a funny, funny term we've mentioned, that the term that a, that the Torah uses for a man and wife coming together in an intimate way is Vayeda. It's a strange thing. Vayeda Adam Eschavo Ishto. Vayeda? Why Lashon Vayeda? We're talking about an intimate relationship. Because Vayeda means to be connected, to be Mekusher, to be, to be attached to. So we're talking about, we're not just talking about Chachma Belokos, we're talking about Bina Belokos, we're talking about Das. Das means his Skashros Ladover. Klomar. But like it says, "Bedas chadorim yimaleyan chedrei levavosh aladu." If you turn the page, "Maleyan beyidiyazu," that the heart has to be filled with this information. It's called "Kula not only yidiyu." So das shlemu gemura davar shadam yodeyoso. Ulam zolo makif is called levavu machshavos of zudas chalakis. If you have the information, but you're not, a, it's not filling you. So then, that's called a that's called a a part or a half or an incomplete das. As opposed to das that you're filled, you literally feel filled, you feel mole v'gadosh, with the knowledge that there's a Rabbanu Shalom. So he says that that is the Lashon of das. And then he says something very, very important. I don't know what he means, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very far from there. But he says something that is, uh, again, it's hard when, when a Sefer talks like this. It's, not, it's rare that a Sefer will say something like this. But he'll say, I'm going to tell you something now, but I'm not really able to explain it because until you experience it, I can't really ex- describe the difference between someone who lives with Hashem and someone who just knows that there's Hashem. But he says the difference is not just a little bit more information. The difference is a different life. That's what he says. And I can't, I can't, I can only tell you about that. But when you tell someone about an experience, so it's not really the experience, but you really want to just come with me on the ride. It's really scary. You know, come with, it's really amazing. It's really, you have to be on the mountain to, to get that, to get that feeling of being at the Grand Canyon. I can't, I can, I can, you can see pictures, but until you're there, it's only knowledge. When you're there, it's experience. So when a person starts moving towards a life where the idea of Hashem is molei bechibdas chadarimiyaz, fills him, his whole life changes in a, quali- in a qualitative way. In a way that he can't explain, but he's telling you that it does change. I want to read that together with you inside. <clears throat> If you look at the, the top of page Mem Gimel, in the middle of Os Nun, Again, we haven't, he hasn't told us how to get there, but he says, once a person does clarify in his mind that he fully believes that there's a Rebbe Shalom, there's a Bar Olam, I thought now, now a person has to start living with that knowledge. So he just says what we said before. It's impossible immediately and suddenly tomorrow. You know, starting after the year, we're all going to start living. You know, we have this. In, we're going 
be walking around Shavisa Hashem and Agni Summit. That's not uh, feasible. It's not possible. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work so fast. But we should know it's impossible. The Ulam Rashis Shi Zushi Fuzul Adam Lechayis Bechol Regal Mamish Mizkinu Balev Shishboli Olam. But a person should want that. Person should want. I don't know how we're going to get there. I'm not sure. I, 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 I don't even know if it's. Maybe it's not even for me. Maybe it's too much. It would be nice to be able to live in such a way where I'm li- really living in Hashem's world. Where Hashem's living in my world in a constant way. In a constant way, I'm talking to him. I'm asking. I'm, 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 I'm having conversation with him. I feel him in my heart. So the Rebar, so the, the Bavavi says you can't get there right away, but you can want to be there right away. You can want to be there right away. Remember Rabbi Friend in one of his uh, drushes before the Yom Noraim, he would I've, I've heard him say this more than once that even if a person doesn't is not there, you don't even have to ask Hashem to be there. You have to ask Hashem, Hashem, help me want to be there. Help me want to be there. Help me so we can ask Hashem, help me want to want to be closer to you, to to know that there's or bari olam, to know that you exist, and then to be close to you and to live with you in a more consistent and constant way. She says. Of course, this is going to happen in stages. It's going to take a long time. But it's worth taking the step. However, But before a person starts to work on this, it has to be clear to him. Everybody have this together? We're reading this inside. Before a person begins to work on this, it should be clear in his mind that what? Sha'adam shachai im makshavah to me this belibo. The person who lives with the knowledge, with the information, with the makshava, with the constant shivisi Hashem Negdi Summit, that Hashem is with him all the time, and that there is a bar Liolam, and he has that information all the time, and the person who does not live that way, the person who lives Shavisi Hashem, the person who does not live Shavisi Hashem, the person that lives in a world where every moment he knows that there's a Rabbanu Shalom. It doesn't matter what you're doing in the back, maybe even in the front, there is a Rabbanu Shalom. And the person who's not living like that, that if you that if you tried to go into his mind, it wouldn't be there, says these are two absolutely fundamentally different types of people. We're not just talking about someone's on a higher level. Because he thinks about and he has Hashem in his life more. It's not a different, it's not just a higher level. It's a different life. It's like a different barrier. It's like a different creation. Zu, elamahu shel chayim shonu lechalutim. Zui olam shonu lechalutim. Yesh chayim bari olam. Yesh chayim believe bari olam. You can live with Hashem. You can live without Hashem. Two different lives. Two different mahalchim. Two different mahalchim entirely. Adam Shachayim Bari Olam, person who lives with Hashem, who Yosem Olam the Olam Achel Agamri. He goes from this world to another world entirely. It's a different world, different life. I can't explain it any better. He says, I can't explain it. I can't explain it more clearly. Bixav. All I can tell you is that when a person is zocha to this, he'll feel like a completely different person. Like the Rambam says, after one does shuva, ani eno also adam. I'm not the same person. I'm a completely different person. That a person who lives with Hashem and a person who does not live with Hashem are two completely separate people, and we can become a completely separate person. Now the question is, now what we have this? Okay, so let's go. We have to figure out. We have to determine and clarify and solidify there is Hashem, and then we have to have that information become a part of us in a very real, not just 
intellectual way, but an emotional way, in a mental, spiritual, emotional way. And then we have to become close to that entity called Hashem, the Yaskar of Adarvak Lashem Yisbarach. So now he starts to tell us, okay, let's see how we can get there. Is there anything we can do to help us believe in Hashem in a more strong fashion? Is this the same feeling that he described in the analogy with the lottery ticket? Or is this presumably. Presumably. So if it is, then why is he saying, I can't explain it? Well, he is explaining it by using the analogy, right? He can't explain it, I guess, in terms of how... Uh, well, it could be it could be two things. It could be two things. I guess you can say it's that feeling. Just pull it over. It's that feeling. Pull it over. The doctor already said that that feeling diminishes. Again, I don't know, but presumably probably does. I mean, well, you see people who gain tremendous wealth, but not from a lottery ticket, from other things, and. Right, right. So apparently, probably, I don't know. I don't know. Not every, I'm, I can't imagine that everyone's like that. Anything, right, 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 right. The difference is that the, the reason why this is possible, probably the reason why it's possible that once I don't know, but probably why it's possible to have this not get weaker, this feeling not get weaker, is because the rabbanu is a kelchai. So, so he's, 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 you know, once we could tap into that, to that world, so then it's not going to diminish because the Rabbanu never diminishes. So because there's a, you know, a kind of Shaman Hashan, a Satabi, he's constantly renewing the world. So if you can tap into that feeling, so then there's no reason it should diminish. It just should get stronger. Right. Presumably that's what it is. So that's yeah. why that's why the muscle is just a muscle. It's not the exact feeling because that might diminish. But and that's one of the reasons why we drink wine. Why do we drink wine? Everything's wine. Wine, wine, kiddish wine. Well, I mean, you could, why, why not orange juice? I mean, why dafka wine? So there's different reasons given. One of the reasons is because wine is one of the few things that get better with age. Most of many things that get worse with age, right? Most physical things. You take the car out of the lot. You buy it for $25,000. By the time you drove down the street, nothing happened to it. And now it's worth $22,000. Maybe less. Why? Because things in this world, generally speaking, there's depreciation. And in the spiritual world, there's no depreciation. So the one thing, maybe there are other things, I don't know. But the one thing in the physical world that gets better with age is the iron. Unless, of course, it becomes vinegar. But you have to, there's ways to make it better. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't, one of the things that would inspire me is to <laughs> see somebody... Who's actually achieved this? Right. Tevye, Tevye, the field on the roof. Huh? He's always talking to Coach Barkley. Uh, yeah, I can put other examples. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but that's a simple. Ask your Reb Jay. Just thought that he went to see Reb Chaim Kanievsky. Right. Is he is he is he is he living with Hashem at all times? I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Presumably, have Gedolei Torah, Gedolei Tzadik. Enough that you don't have to. But the funny thing is, you don't have to be a Talmud Chacham. I mean, it's nice to probably learn to be learning, but you don't have to be a godel the Torah, you know. In, uh, you know, knowing shah. That's what he says. He says the next paragraph. This is for every single person. It's a mistake to think, yeah, yeah. This is, you know, for Bnei Brak, Yerushalayim. Maybe uh, you know. But it helps to have somebody around. Washington Heights, Lower East Side. This is not for. You it know, helps to have somebody around. Yeah. That you can. It does. It's a role model. Yeah, role, it, for sure. It's it's kedai to see, it's kedai to seek someone out like that. Yeah, but for it's very sure. close on different levels, though. Also, right, right, but but yeah, yeah, but yeah. the vehicles that Kibyachol Reb Chaim achieves is not going to be the right the, 
variety. Right. It's impossible. We but don't have the potent, same potential. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that's true. It says the Rambam says every person can be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. You can't be a novel like Moshe Rabbeinu. No, David Amelo, Moshe Rabbeinu, B'chol No Shmuel B'Koroshimol, each to his own potential. Mm-hmm. But you can't read. Okay. No one's. No one okay, can fine. reach Moshe Rabbeinu's fine. potential. Fine. I, I, okay. Not, not, we're not talking about potential in terms of, you know, no one's going to reach Reb Chaim Kanievsky's potential in, in Limit Torah. But in terms of connection with the Rabbeinu Shalom, why, why, can't, why is that just for him? Why? Who said we can't I reach that? I didn't say it's only for him. So who says that we can't? Say, who says why not? We can t- what? I don't see why. I mean, you're probably, you're probably right. You're probably right, but I'm not sure if that's necessarily true. There are people. I know. I know people. I know. I've heard of people who are. Matter of fact, I'll tell you something interesting. My father told me today, just today, that my great grandfather, my great grandfather, was constantly. My great grandfather was a simple man. He uh, he was. Uh, I don't think he was a gadol b'torah, but he lived his whole life with you know with the rabbanu shalom. He, he they had a little dry goods store. And his, his wife would, my, I don't, I didn't know that my great grandmother would work there. He would come in for an hour a day, like the Chavitz Kayim would come in for an hour a day, the rest of the time he'd be learning. I, my grandfather, I, I, my grandfather also would sit outside his, 164 U Street on, in Williamsburg, and he was a painter, and he would, yeah, he would sit outside, and people would ask him, you know, they'd walk by, Joe, what are you, what are you, what are you sitting there for? What are you waiting for? And he would say, I'm waiting for Mashiach. Now, we laugh, we laugh, he's better. He was, wait, he was waiting, he was, he was waiting for Mashiach. He lived, he, we lived this. I don't know, if, I don't know if you have to be, uh, you know, but certainly we could be growing in this area. Are we gonna be, you know, on that level? So I think it is very important. It's probably very important to have someone that, that is, you know, that's there. That can guide us. Reb Chaim, um, Revolbi, Rav the Ali Shur and his Agdama, the Ali Shur is Revolba. Revolba is a very, very important personality, very important Svarim. Um, very psychological with, with you know, with, with of course, uh, Stephen Torah. So he writes in his Agdama that he was a young child when Rav Chaim Shmulevitz was, was around. Rav Chaim Shmulevitz was the, was the, um, was the Rosh Hashiva of the Mir? Rosh Hashiva of the Mir. Shiva of the Mir. So Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, he writes in his, he writes in his Hakdama that he was always too young to be one of the Talmidim of Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. He was uh, eight, nine years old. Ten, maybe he was ten, twelve when Reb Chaim Shmulevitz passed away. But he writes that I remember seeing Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, and that was enough to give me a direction for the rest of my life. Just from seeing what what an Adam Shalem, what an Adam Shalem looks like, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. I think that's why he called the Sefer Ali Shur. It says by um, it says by um, it says by it says by the the, the daughters we used to look at Yosef, they would stand up by the by the by the wall and just just to get a peek. She says just to get a peek of someone like that can change your life when you see someone like that. There's a who sent it to me? Um, no, um, about from you just sent me a a a, 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 a video of Reb Chaim Kanievsky. So, you know, at 18 seconds you see him starting shots. He's going real fast. 18 seconds. He, 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 he can't, he's just moving down, he's moving down the paper. And there's a little music before, it's very inspiring. Sometimes you don't, you know, so that's, just to see that is enough to, it doesn't take you for a lifetime, it takes you for a week. You can watch it again. So it's very important. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be very inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. In Osnun Aleph, it says, Adam Shechai, let's do a little bit more. Adam Shechai, Makshava Yeshvarolam of Tmidos, a person who has this thought 
that there's a Rebbe Shlolem at all times, Klomar. When he gets up in the morning, Moda'ani, he's not just saying it, he understands that there's Hashem. And he washes his hands with this machshava, there's a bariola. And with this machshava, he benches. And with this machshava, he goes to sleep. And with this machshava, he lives his whole life. A life with that machshava, hachayim machshava zubavad, afilim lo yizke laham shechalahasig hala. And even though if he doesn't go further, he doesn't take it further, he doesn't reach higher madrigas, that alone, he starts to be more conscious of that alone. Yecholim lahafoch is called tzuras chayav shalom, called chayav yishtanu menakotza lakotza, ritzinos pnimis. There could be an internal change if a person just starts to focus on that thought alone. When you wash your hands, I'm doing it because Hashem is right here with me. When I'm benching, I'm benching, Hashem is right here with me. Yitzivas pnimis v'chol hamivna hapnimis shalom. Entire internal structure of a person can change. Zeu lo oso adam. He's not the same person. And people from the outside will see, it'll be so obvious, it's not just going to be internal, it's going to be exuding outside. People go, this person is a changed person. He's, he lives with Hashem. Now, I want to just mention, based on what Jay just said, I want to read the more paragraph. What does the word lahafnim mean? person has to understand and internalize this. Shabbosas ha-poshut ha-nidvash mikol Yehudi ben ish ben isha. Ve'en b'zechilu klal. It doesn't matter man, woman, or child. This is what's asked of every Jew. Shatsuras ha-chayim t'yeh b'tsura sh'akadosh baruch ha-nimseis b'machshav machov v'libash lo'adam b'tsura sh'adam chayim ha-bari olam o'chalim ha-bari olam holach lishm ha-bari olam chol ha-chayim t'shvichim li-yos b'toch machshav ha-bari olam in order to be on this level, to start living more with Hashem, lo tzarech liyos lo gon. Person doesn't have to be a gon. Person doesn't have to be a talmud chacham. Lo muchshar b'miyuchad. You don't have to be even the potential of having that possibility. What does he need? What does a person need? Maspik l'shem kach kurtov shel emes belev sheyichapes emes. Person just has to want. To live a more a life of emes, more a life of truth. More in my life, that's what a person needs. You don't have to be a goat, you don't have to be living in a certain place, you can be anywhere in the world. It's always amazing when you meet someone that you aren't expecting to have this type of outlook. Someone like you would think is just a simple person. And his whole life, he's living with Hashem. Simple, simple person. You meet the simple falafel guy. Right? Everything's their Banashalom. There are people like that. Simple. And we were all with the with the Mahshava and with the Gaonus and with the with the Lamdus and uh and, and the Khajbonos and uh, we're you know we're so much more advanced and yet we don't have the Amunapshuta that there's a Bariolam at every moment of our lives. Right, okay. Okay. We're not we're, we're not to, we don't have to bring Christians to uh, uh, but uh yeah. Yeah. It comes with age too. You think so? Not necessarily. Why do you say that? It's all, all the bubbies that I know. Yeah, bubby. That could be a generational thing. It's a generational thing. Yeah. Might be generational. We have a... You get older, you get a promo. Yeah? yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Depends how firmly you were at 30. <laughs> <laughs> to get from 50. It's easier to be from when you're old. 
Right. Why is that? More time. You got a you got more yeah. time and less, uh, less, less opportunity less to do less bad things. I mean, reflect. So why not? So do it when you're old. Then why me reflect? Never too late. When you get older, you get more serious. You're close to the death. It's probably the reason the big motivation. Reflecting. You don't think you're going to get into any trouble. I think you reflect more. You're thinking about the next stage. This, this book is whatever it is whatever it is you get more of it whatever it is uh, that's what that's what I'm probably saying I'm not saying right whatever it is you you you're, on, you're, you get more serious you consider someone who's a reformed Jew from I consider yeah let's finish up the paragraph we can see the conversation no, I don't think that's what the word. I, I think he said when somebody complained about reform, he said there is no such thing as reform orthodoxy. He said we're all Jews. That was his response. Lubavitch <coughs> But I don't think he said that they're from. I, but I think that's what he implied. Uh, no, you're a Jew or you're not. You're a Jew. You're, we're all Jews, but I don't think he. I, from I don't think he implied that they were from. Cause That's from, like saying from you practicing. Know, yeah. It's everybody. It's das Torah. It's das Torah. Let's 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 move on a little more. Let's move on a little more. Let's move on a little more. What? Let's move on a little more. In Oslan Bay's, EF Shalavati Pays the Oto Niflo who ideas with Shalashvala Bariolam. He can't express in words the important information that this is to be thinking about Hashem. All the money in the world is worthless compared to this information. This is a, 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 a precious treasure that has no equal. This is a treasure that gives a person the opportunity, the potential, the possibility of becoming close to Hashem. That in itself is the most important piece of information that a person can have in this world. If a person will understand how great this information is, that he can walk and to think about it more often. He would run after this with with every price. Person understood how important. If a person really saw how important this was, he would attach himself to this machshava at all times. However, it's an amazing thing. If a person knew what it would feel like, if a person knew, if a person had a glimpse of what it would feel like to be the type of person who's living with Hashem at all moments, he would drop everything and that's what he would do. But Hashem doesn't want to make it so simple. We have to work for it. So he doesn't allow us to feel what it is to be living a life with Hashem at all times. Therefore, we have to work towards it. The moment we cross over the threshold, the Bavavi says, then you realize, wow, this is what I was looking for my whole life. 
That's what the Bible says. Again, I wish he could give us like a video and say, this is, you know, this is what we're talking about. What's this? The Hergish. A person has to be working on it. He has to work on the steps that need to take through Emuna and then eventually Bitachon. And only after he does the work that the Bhavavi is going to tell us, only then can a person reach a place where he feels it and then it will have won the lottery that the Bhavavi is talking about. Yeah. If you get to this point where he's talking about, yeah. is there any Bechiro left? That's similar to the Tanya, the Tanya yeah. Shir. I, 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 it's, it probably is. I probably is. I probably would, I, you're I, still I a human being. Right, I don't and know. And you feel the right. it's, it's a good question. Have this it's a good question. Why? You want to have this Mashav. You could stop having this Mashav in any time. No, but you still you want to. Right, You'll just have more clarity, clarity, but you're, you're still, still a human being. You're still an animal. It's probably yeah. Bechira. I'm sure that there's still Bechira Lechora. We're not talking about the, the tiniest Tzad the Gomer. But you, but you, but when you, but you'll, you'll know what it feels like to be in that, you know, to be in that space of Kirva Lashem. This Hergish that Tobovavi is talking about, he's, I, I, I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think generally speaking, when someone is telling you what you could, what you could, a, a, a level that you could reach. I don't believe that it's something that's for that yichidei segula. I think you just have to do the work. You have to do the work. Sometimes you know I, I often have looked at certain mesechtas that I've you know I know very very poorly, and I would say, you know you know, you know let's say at one point um, at one point. I remember Nida, I said, oh, Nida, I'll, I'll never learn. Nida is so hard, and the biology, and I don't understand it. It's just one of those mistakes. I'm not, one of those mistakes. I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I don't have to do, you know, loa Allah, what is it? Loa Allah, loa Allah, 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 more. And then you say, you know what? Just jump in. You jump in, and you break your teeth, and you figure it out. You say, well, you know what? I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I did it. It's not untouchable. It's not, I mean, it's not, now, for some people, it may be. But for some people, I thought it was untouchable for me. And then, you know, you jump in, and say, you can do it, you can learn it. You, can, you, you just don't realize what you can do. When he's talking about this Hergish, he's not talking about one person that's able to accomplish this. Ravita Tamar Schwartz. Ravita Tamar Schwartz was given a special neshama, and he worked on it, and he's able to get to this place called Achios with the Rabbanu Shalom, and he feels this dvekus, and he's telling it to everyone else, but he should, he's really mistaken. No one else can reach this place. Doesn't make sense. Probably it's within every one of us, and we have to just do the work, which is what the Bulvavi is suggesting. Next week we'll start with something that the Vulnagon says. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks we'll start with the Gon. He starts, if you look at the Anosnam Gimel, Hagra, the Vulnagon wrote that this information is not only important, but it's fundamental, especially as a person gets older. Person gets older, you'll see what he says. What adds to the skepticism is the fact Of what? About the Bulvavi? About the whole thing? About the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm wishful.